0: Hey, everyone, it's Corey Hayes. I did change the name again. Let me explain. React 2 is a pair of shoes by Nike. It's a trademark name. So I did change it. I changed it to my last name. My last name is Hayes, so I changed it to a hazy reaction. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I tried to keep it as close as to something more authentic to me. And let's get into it. Uh, that's all i have but uh for that thing uh the next thing i want to talk about a little bit is that i have some more cringe compilations this one is called the dumbest sjws you'll ever see so sjw is social justice warriors so it's some uh some cringy stuff that we're going to get into it's about a 10 minute long video we're going to react to it and i want to uh personally thank all the people who have been listening to the show now if you want to you can go on anchor.fm forward slash a hazy reaction. You can go there and you can leave your name or something like that or or whatever, your gamer tag, whatever. Because I play Xbox, so I know about gamer tags and stuff. So you can leave that information on there and I will give you a shout-out on the next show. If I if I find it or I'll I'll give you a shout-out whenever I'm able to on the next one. But anyways, let's get into this. This is called the dumbest SJWS stuff you'll ever see. 10 minutes long. Let's get into it.
1: I want to support the alt-right. Don't choose as a White House counselor, uh, counselor, a man who uses the word "nick," whose wife wow. says that he did not.
0: Uh, let me pause that for a minute. <laughs> let me pause that for a minute. I know you guys heard that. So this is a video podcast for those who are just listening on like Spotify or um, Apple or Google um, podcasts. This is on Spotify you can catch. You can check us out and the video out in its entirety, or the commentary I put uh, bring to uh, the, the actual video on um, Spotify. But just to let you know, it is a video cast, so but if, if, if you do not have the time, if you're not able to watch the video in its entirety, just the, uh, the audio format is there as well. But let's get back into it. The guy. The, the white gentleman that was just there a second ago used the N-word. They bleeped it out, but he said it. He actually said the word. And let's get the reaction from the people and see what they say, these, uh, these news anchors.
2: I want
1: his uh, daughters to go to a school with too many Jews. As far
3: as to uh, Charles, can, the uh, just hang on a second. I appreciate you going through all of this, but please don't use the N-word. On my show. I'm
1: sorry. Well, I I never Thank use the N much. word Thank except when point. I'm quoting someone who's been appointed by the president.
0: <laughs> the black guy right there said, Thank you <laughs> for letting them know. <laughs> That's like the forbidden word in the English language. We know in the Western world that is the forbidden word. Y- yes. Is it maybe unfair? It's arguably because, you know, black people say it in, to each other. It's a term of endearment. It's a, a term of disrespect to. It's a. Uh, they use it in rap songs all the time, all the time. But when someone else says it in a in a professional a professional program such as this, uh, you would probably just be better off saying, uh, you know, the N word or or black or something like that, just to save face. But I still think it's funny that he said it because you know, honestly, I've been called that by people. It doesn't bother me. So is it is, does it suck? Yeah, but I mean. What, what can you do but let's continue
1: isn't it serve in the serve the all right gentlemen Trump, i'm gonna like
3: we're Trump. done we're done i appreciate we're, both your voices you. I so
0: they did so just to paint a picture they did cut the argument uh, so we didn't hear all the deliberation on both sides of the thing but i think they're just reeling at the fact that the guy said the n-word so
3: i'm still the more i've sat here and listened to the fact that somebody used the n-word on the show
0: wow she's hurt
3: it is not okay <laughs> it is not okay, Charles Kaiser. I respect you. I enjoy having you on as a guest, but uh, not okay. By the way, uh, the claim uh, that 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 Mr. Bannon used the N word—I've never heard of this. So there's that.
1: College student Daniel was <laughs> in favor of she el- couldn't even didn't burn it. Daniel, thanks all for coming. She sounded
0: like she couldn't even finish out the rest of the show because of that. Just it, it, that's the start. That's the uh, that's the intro into the show. <laughs> He said the N-word, and it just threw her off completely. Probably the other guy as well, but you never know. Once again, it's it's a word that people use. They use it probably behind closed doors. I know Black people use it just outright in front of everybody, and then when someone else says it, they get offended. So I I just think it's that that word that, uh, man, that word is so divisive. I, I don't use it. My kids don't use it. My my mother, my family, some of my family members, the the ones I know primarily, they they don't use it. Like my brothers and sisters, they don't use it. We just keep it out of our mouths. That way, there's without a shadow of a doubt, there's, you know, there's no confusion into that. You know, I, I see people. I hear people use it. I don't see them use it. I hear them use it, and it's just like it is what it is. But. Maybe that's their ignorance or maybe they're doing it because they're angry. Who knows? They have their reasons for using it. I just leave it alone. I I don't use it. My kids don't use it. Is it in songs? My son listens to rap albums. He listens to rap music. I know they use it in there. I just told him when he listens to that stuff, don't go around trying to act like you some kind of rapper. They're on a totally different playing field. So leave it alone but he's like okay let's continue uh,
1: tonight so i want to read you a quote from you this is to the amherst bulletin and you said think about the groups who use the flag from police officers to the u.s army these are the forces on the ground that make oppression happen now the obvious point is obviously if the police and the army were to go away sensitive college students like you would be eaten alive let me ask you a deeper question which is you find america unfair okay What's a fairer country? Can you think of a country where you'd rather, for example, go on trial for a felony?
2: Well, first off, Tucker, I'd like to thank you for having me on your show. Um, as oh, a history major like yourself, uh, I think we both recognize that conversations like this in the media are one thing that moves this country forward. And as a student working hard to become an American history teacher, I'm really excited to show this interview to my future students as representative of the difficulties oh, of the democratic process. Come on, guy. Um, okay, I think okay. to respond to your question, there isn't really a country I'd rather be tried for a felony in. Um, per, I and I, I don't, I really doubt that it's, um, it's, it's not really about me, you know. Um, it's about uh, black people and people of color in this country who, if they were tried for a felony, are much more likely than me to be put in prison for that. Okay, and then I'm then sure there I'll are shift, I'll shift, the, I'll
1: shift the question there. And, and by the way, I'm not arguing, never would argue that there aren't inequities here. That it's a perfect country or anything like that. Of course not. But is there a of country in, w- in which African Americans would stand a chance of a fairer trial than the United States? Is there you a know, fairer not, country? I mean, uh, I guess my, my question is, like, do you have perspective on the world? When you say that all police and all cops are bad, do you really know what you're talking about?
2: Do I have perspective on the world? Yeah, I'm well yeah. aware that the United States is militarily involved in over seven different countries right now, beyond Iraq and Afghanistan. They're involved in Libya. They're involved in... Um, in plenty of countries in Africa, we have
0: drone base. I'm gonna just pause it for a minute. He still didn't answer Tucker Carlson's uh, question. The thing is, is that, yeah, there's inequities in life, but he's, uh, Tucker Carlson's absolutely right. What other country can a black person go to where they'll, will have some sense of a fair treatment (coughs) in the court of law? And there's really not, there's not countries, I, I don't know any countries, and I've been to several different countries, several different countries through my military career. And I don't know any that would treat you proportionately well compared to the United States. I I just don't see it. But if people know of any, please, you know, sound off in the comments. Like I said, go to anchor.fm forward slash a hazy reaction and you can leave it there. But I think I said a couple weeks back, my wife is from Mongolia. Countries like that, there's several countries that even are harsher. If somebody goes to prison, it is the family's responsibility to bring that prisoner food. The prison does not feed the, the, the inmates at all. They want commissary, and guess what? Just like here, they have to get it from an outside st- source, like a family member. And the prisons in here, we know good and well, they get three squares a day the housing, uh, you know, lodging, they get clothes. They even get paid. Some of them get paid money when they separate from the uh, the prison, the penal system. Also, we know they can get commissary. We know they can get shorter prison sentences. It, it's just it is what it is. Our prison system is not the best, uh, or it's it's broken to some degree. It, it Could it be better? Yeah, absolutely, but I'm not one to answer that. I'm just saying that there's other countries out there where you go to jail, your family is responsible for your crime... your family is responsible for taking care of you, not your crime. They're responsible for taking care of you. Out here, the the prisoners get TV, college education. I knew somebody who graduated from prison. Think about that. He graduated from prison. He, he got out after, um, I think it was, uh, I think he did 10 years. And it's not Mike. It's an, another friend of mine, a close friend of family. I think like a second cousin or something. Went to jail. 10 years later, comes out and he has a bachelor's degree. It's crazy, man. They give him so much opportunity for reform where other countries know you did the crime, you do the time. That's it. You want to eat? Guess what, your wife, your kids, your mother, your family members are bringing you food. Oh, you need a new pair of underwear. Your family's bringing this. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's, it's harsher out there. People in these first world countries like America, the, the only country I really know well, because I'm from here, is the only country I know that has, uh, there's other countries, but what I'm saying is have first world problems. We have first world problems and we find other reasons to bitch about something. Yet not one of these people who on here, like this gentleman on the right of, of the screen, no, people like him would not change themselves, uh, change, do a, a foreign exchange with someone else who has it less than them because, because they're bitching about their country and this guy's bitching about America, if that makes any sense. These people, a lot of people, and I'm not saying him, specifically but a lot of people be like F America I hate America but they will not leave America to go to a different country where they think that they can express themselves the same way they can in this country they just can't because they know they just finding a way to bitch virtue signal about something but let's continue
2: bases across the world and I think that um, the US imperial forces are really the the main force in the world right now um using military force to oppress people um and i think that while that's like a useful question to ask like which country would i rather be in i'd rather that we
0: being in the military he's saying we're using the use of force to oppress people and and, and it's simply not true the guy is not was not in the military apparently so where's he getting his facts from it'd be nice if he stated his facts because He's saying that about America but look what Russia is doing right now with Ukraine when you would that be considered a form of oppression too I don't know let's continue
2: focus on this country and how we can you know fix and improve this country
1: okay I, I get it but it, I, and I think we should fix and improve the country but you're basically saying the flag represents evil to the extent that it shouldn't be flown and my question is why is it always rich kids who make that point why is it always kids from a 62000 dollars a year college like hampshire who are making that point none of the workers who you claim to be representing ever say that you never see anybody at a trade school burning the american flag have you noticed that i'm not making this up in my mind am i
0: i agree with what tucker carlson said
2: um i think that you're more likely to pick up a story in which rich kids do burn a flag um on the basis that we have more access to the media i mean like the flag burning wasn't really do uh, so you think it's like your average hbac
1: repair uh, school
2: they're burning the flag, burning getting... the flag? Well, I, I mean, believe, there is, something I mean, is you
0: kind of... yeah he's absolutely right this kid has got to mi this guy or young man has it mixed up like he said hbac historically black colleges you don't see them burning flags yet they're black people the same people that this white man on the right is saying that the white man is oppressing black people and and all this uh this wrongdoing that's going on in America and yet you don't see them doing them at historically black colleges like you don't see it at Gremlin or Morehouse you see it at white colleges or predominantly white colleges
2: both, no, that, the no? politics of this country are divided by class um, and there is like a definite inequality in terms of um, where liberal thought is um, and I think that no matter who, the question of the, um, the class of the students who did burn the flag. And I would say that Hampshire College is fairly generous in terms of its um, financial aid circumstances. And while I don't know the student that burned the flag, um, I also don't know the class that they did come from. Um, really, because I, I, I have some sense. What, no. what, what's
1: the median family income in this
2: country? Do you know? The median family income in this country, yeah.
1: I What is yeah, do What does the median know, family make? He even yeah, it's know. The much less family in this country. Yeah, it's much less, much than, less than one 60, 000 year 000. of your schooling. Yes. Yeah, of sixty-two thousand, which is what you pay or your parents pay for you to go to Hampshire School and burn the American flag. It's much less than that, and so I just wonder if you understand the bounty that you have, the good deal. that you the have, I think the average household income, median from, from, income, is like about
0: forty-seven, oh, forty-eight thousand no, a year. Oh, no, get that One hundred percent to be at
2: this institution. And I think that I have to recognize the fact that the wealth of my parents that was able to pay for this institution was garnered off of slavery and was taken from exploitation. The land that I live on was taken from Native peoples, and the land that I live on back in Portland, back home.
0: Then why don't you give it back? See, that's what I'm saying. Like this guy is living. He's he's been born. He was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, and he's saying, "Well, the land that was my 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 family that's living on is, were." Property of Native Americans. It's like, okay, then why your parents not giving back? Why are you not giving it back? Why are you virtual signaling and all this stuff for the government to do something about it? But when it comes individually, they don't want to do nothing about it themselves. They want to bitch about America, like I said. But yet they don't want to say take a sabbatical and go to a different country and see how it works and and compare the two. In a third world country where they have by and large, not running water or electricity. When I was in Afghanistan, uh, Iraq was more uh, developed in Afghanistan. Afghanistan, they still lived in mud homes, mud homes. They had a local bazaar where they had TV and they did the bazaar on the weekends. That's when people watched TV. It's like that old school mentality. I'm not saying that we need to go back to that, but what I'm trying to say is that they didn't let it influence everything they did. They looked forward to it. So we would go to the bazaar and meet up with people and, and, and you know, went over hearts and minds, things like that. And we, we'd see a big, big screen TV and people were watching it and they were excited. Like they would be cheering on maybe a local team or a national team for uh, football or soccer, whichever one you want to call it. And it was so cool to see. They were peaceful people at the bazaar was that they were peaceful. They weren't looking for trouble. They were just doing their everyday lives. Like we could have been invisible. They would have probably acted the same way, but it was cool. And then I went into homes. I went into homes, no hardwood floors, no laminate, no tile. It was dirt, dirt. And these people weren't bitching about their economy. They weren't, and they were a lot of more farmers too. And they weren't complaining that I saw when we talked to them, they weren't saying, you know, what America needs to do since they're here is work on our economy. Because we have indigenous people here whose land we stole. They, they just didn't have that in them. They didn't talk like that. They just wanted to live their lives. They were respectful of of you. You were respectful of them. Things like that, and then you just went on your merry way. But we got people in America who have been born with silver spoons in their mouth. He wakes up every day. He has a heater if he's cold. He has central air and an AC unit if he is hot. Things like that. These people had nothing. I'm telling you, not even glass windows. This is how weird it was. I thought I was in the Stone Ages. Let's continue.
2: Was taken from native peoples. It's the wealth of the people who've been who've who've been oppressed and who've had things stolen from them that allow me to go to this institution. But and then it's the so flag why are you doing it? That I mean it to honestly,
1: happen. no, but honestly, why are you doing yes. it? I mean, why not go pick apples out Washington the state Why are you of the state of the you of the state Why
0: don't you the state of 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 the state the local or the nearest Native American or Indian reservation and fork over your wealth to them? so stupid virtual signaling is disgusting but let's continue
1: here of this blood money as you describe it to sit around campus and do pointless rhetorical and symbolic acts like burning flags I mean, why not exactly. work with the people the laborers
2: now i very much disagree that symbolic like uh... you know removing the flag was a not useful thing i mean it got me on your show correct Um yeah, it's a useful yeah. tactic in terms of getting uh... voices out there oh, um... God. and i think that Going to a school like Hampshire College, um, I'm, you know, I'm not here to defend going to Hampshire College. What I'm here to do is I'm here to defend the removing of the flag right. from my campus, which last, was overall a democratic question. process.
1: So yes. I can understand the, the context of this. Very quickly, you're for diversity, obviously, and yet I bet there's virtually nobody on your campus who's openly supporting Donald Trump. Do you yearn for more diversity on your campus, or are you happy in a world where everyone thinks like you? <laughs>
0: Burn.
2: i think you know, diversity is a different word when you're applying it to political um what political standpoints versus uh different aspects like i can leave hampshire college and go to umass or amherst college right next door and um yeah. you know expose myself to different viewpoints the point of hampshire college isn't to say isn't to you know create a model of our country and then um you know simulate oh. like political debate and whatnot it's to figure out well what is you know most uh liberally collect what is the most you know social yeah. justice academia well, that can I'm go for diversity for Daniel and I, I say we diversify
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: is precisely the fact that nobody seems to know it's gold for a columnist it's gold for any hack um and you've seen uh Four people on this panel are probably gonna give completely different answers. Anybody you ask in this audience is gonna give a different answer. If you ask David Cameron, it's about tolerance and fairness and inviting French in, uh, French people in to take advantage of our lenient tax system. Um, if you ask a pupil at Wellington College, uh, growing up in these lovely surroundings, they'll- t-
0: I know what you are thinking. Yes, this is a real voice of a lady talking on stage. It is a real voice. <laughs> I thought it sounded kind of like a Muppet or something like that, but it's a real person's voice. i not trying to be funny, but it's I can't believe somebody talks like that or sounds like that. That's interesting.
3: Tell you probably about the, te- the excellent teaching here, but they will also tell you about grime and dubstep and whatever it is they're listening to. If you ask me, and um, I've actually recently been living in, in America for a while, so I get asked this question quite a lot, and um, I bring up things like, the taste of fish and chips on Brighton Beach, and Doctor Who, and drinking tea. That's what it is for me. Um, If you ask somebody like my colleague Professor Starkey, it's playing xenophobia and racial prejudice for laughs. And if you ask people who've organized people who organise conferences like this, it's sitting by politely whilst people play racial prejudice and xenophobia for laughs and pretending that this is an acceptable part of contemporary debate.
4: We're setting up a false dichotomy here between Britishers and Englishes. They're not There's at an all. an absolute dichotomy. Um, they are, the two are completely different. There is a historic English identity which goes way back before the concept of Britain. Also this notion of England, uh, or indeed Britain, as uniquely a nation of immigrants is preposterous. Um, that every European country is a blend. Of course it is. Um, the great, there are two great differences. I the f-
3: you have a house in America, Mrs.
4: Stokey. I have because a house uh, in
3: America. I was wondering, um, where are you uh, domiciled for tax purposes?
4: I am domiciled here and I pay full taxes. And can I just say, as you have chosen, as you have chosen to be personal and invidious, let me share a little story with you. One of the great great things that is essential to Britishness is a sense of public duty. That you do things for nothing with organizations that can't pay. Ms. Penny, who has been advertising these great left-wing virtues and I, were due to debate a very impoverished little society called the Thomas Paine Society on the virtues of a republic on the one hand and a monarchy on the other. I, I was prepared to do it for free. She insisted on trying to charge such a large fee that the event had to be cancelled. Now, I think that is as mean, that is as mean, that is as mean and grasping as as some runt comedian. And I will not be lectured to by a jumped up public school girl like you. I came from the bottom and I will not have it.
0: Oh, snap. He went ham on her. (laughs) I came from the bottom and I would not have it. But anyways, that is interesting. I don't know much about British politics and England politics. I, I, I just don't I just don't follow it enough. They they talk about it in news when you watch morning news just to catch the weather and everything. When they talk about things, they seem to talk more about the Queen and uh what is his name? Meghan Markle's Prince Harry and things like that than anything than about the politics too much. So not that I followed them either. I, I could care less about that situation but anyways that's all I have for today once again I did change the name I hope you guys just stick with me I apologize but it's still here it's a hazy reaction that's the name of the podcast let's keep it like that hopefully if if anything happens I I will let you I will inform everyone beforehand and until next time you guys have a wonderful day and A wonderful weekend.